Hello, welcome back to Fetch Slaps. I'm Sammy. I'm Aileen. And we're here. We are here. Yes, indeed. And also, you know where we are? Twitter. Yeah, we just joined Twitter again. <laughs> well, mostly Sammy joined and I was on vacation and uh, I was like, well, okay, like if she's gonna be back i'm gonna be back when you need to see what you write so um <laughs> imagine if i was just like if i didn't like announce it and i just secretly had this twitter and like, it was like all you roasting you crazy ass shit about yeah. me yeah that would be so funny um but no you not aren't act like i didn't consider doing that you're for not a second. doing that but <laughs> i also joined and you can follow us what are what are you i am at sammy fish one and i'm at aileen coop and also you guys can you know, if we're going to just, you know, tell you, you where we are, Twitter. you could well, join Twitter. But I was going to say, follow us on Instagram. <laughs> yeah. At Sammy Fish. And no at, one. Yeah. And just at Aileen. At no coop. Yeah. Um, we're yeah. trying to put it all together, but it's hard with other people squatting on our names. Yeah, um, it's cruel. What but are, um, what are your thoughts on twits? I love it. I think this is even. I, OK, it's weird. I was on Twitter, obviously, when we were like in college. Actually, here's a fun fact for all of you listeners. Um, Betches was the original idea for Betches was actually just a Twitter account. Yeah, it was just a Twitter account and it was supposed to be like at I love me dot confessions or like yeah. oh, no 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 confessions, confessions of, a of a narcissist and um, that was too long of a handle so we're like fuck this and instead let's make of a blog. instead of instead of coming up with something shorter we were like let's add more work and come up with like a full ass blog which was worth it in the end because we just made thirty under thirty we did got okay I cried this morning. So did I when I read your captions. <laughs> really? Yeah. Oh, I, well, I, I was I was like, not just commenting that for no reason. It was it was really like one of those. I, I don't know. It was a dream that became a dream not like a few years ago. And then now it happened. I remember like sitting in my house when we were like writing Nice is Just a Place in France or yeah. the proposal for Nice is Just a Place in France and seeing like the 30 under 30 list come out. And yeah. I remember being like, I need that to be me. Yeah, and I it's remember wild, and here yeah. we are, just under thirty. Just <laughs> made it, just the reaching wire. the little ce- ceiling of thirty, and we were recognized, and it's like honestly so incredible because it means also it's just like adds recognition for like adults, like you know what I mean. Right. Like my mom, my grandma texted me, and like that's a big deal right. about that. Right, you adults know? get it. Like me, yeah, my mom is like, congrat, you know, it's. It's okay. It's one of those things that's very outside validating. Yeah. You know, like it's, I mean, another, another high point of my day was I, I got a DM from, yes, the cake (laughs) um, and the champagne. Um, I got a DM from a listener who basically said everything that I would ever want someone to say about our brand. And she said that she's been following forever, blah, blah, blah. She's read all the books, but she was, she had more to say about like the podcast and she was like I listened to you up and it helped me get out of like a sick a really bad relationship and then into a really good new one I listened to DST and that helped me like overcome my my body image and those sort of issues and I listened and I think she she listed a bunch more stuff but she also said like I listened to slapped like to just hear you guys like say funny things and I was like wow like this really gives me like inspiration for what I want people to get out of betches like obviously we're fun we're fun and we talk about funny Mm -hmm. things and we don't take anything so seriously but i think that there's something in that that people can really like respond to and can really like help their lives so that was that's sort of like the inside validation like no one sees all our dms that we get from people who are like you guys are great but the forbes thing is like it's outside validation we're like it felt really good cite it to like somebody else it feels really good honestly and we're very very grateful um and it just feels nice because like we've been doing this for i mean not to be so you know 
earnest here, but we've been doing this for so, so long. Our whole <laughs> adult lives. Feels like we've so never long. done anything else. I know. And it just is just like a it just feel it just feels good. It yeah. just feels good. Like, so finally. Cheers. We had some champagne. You guys can look on our story. And look at the at, at the at diet starts tomorrow story. Yeah. You can look for on a really funny video. Not the story, the page. The page, page, page. For the when we were opening the champagne, I literally almost got my eye knocked out of me. If yeah. you rewatch it, I'm just like, fuck. It's crazy. But um everyone should anyway, anyway. Yeah. Back to Twitter. Twitter. <laughs> so, okay, so Twitter. Twitter I actually like more than Twitter is like Instagram. In Instagram. I like yeah. I wanted to tweet that. Yeah. I wanted to tweet Twitter. This is a, one of my on deck tweets was Twitter is the new Instagram. I will not investigate. <laughs> I mean he, the, okay, this is the thing, is like everyone's been on Twitter. We're the ones who are late to the no, party. No, no, no. But I it's not that Twitter is the new Instagram in that it's new, in that like there's a resurgence. It's yes. like is like freedom of speech kind of thing well you i know just what think I mean? it's like i think personally it's like more my platform like to be fitting to my personality because like first of all i'm better at like writing things than speaking them i'm better at writing than i am at visual things so i'm actually feel like twitter was like where i should have been the whole time because first of all i also like i know that this you is feel one at of home. i feel at home <laughs> i also feel like one of the criticisms of twitter is that it's like this echo chamber and i'm like yeah i fucking love this echo chamber this is yeah. amazing i only get to interact with people and see the things that they like to you know that that i kind of like agree with and it's just like nice yeah i nice love it just a place on twitter um yes. <laughs> yeah so yes um something we wanted to talk about um there's not a whole lot of news going on in pop culture, but there is something rather sad going on this week, which is the wildfires in California. And I mean, and pretty much if you want celebrity stories, so many celebrities have been affected by this. So crazy. The bachelor mansion burned down. Miley Cyrus's house burned. It's so yeah. crazy because I didn't understand like the gravity of the situation until I saw people like I was looking at Winnie Cummings and she reposted people like driving through the fire. It looks like, hell like hellfire well do you know what do you know what winnie cummings has been doing the past three days yeah saving She's all the been animals like rescuing personally like personally rescuing the animals from like all these places in california like she's literally going going, going, going to the places and bringing like and then she had to move the horses and then the fire kept coming close to there so she had to re re like remove them again I mean, it's times like this when I'm like, I'm so grateful that they're and inspired that there are people who they are celebrities and their job is to make you laugh or make you entertained. But when it comes they're down people. to it, they're they're people and they do things that are not just like selfish. Right. And I I feel, you know, every time I see us, I, I feel this way about politics, too. Like when when I see some people don't like when celebrities speak out. I like a celebrity more when they speak out mm. because I'm like, okay, you have this huge platform and you're willing to say what you believe in. And I have so much more respect for that than people who are less like, I'm not going to say anything about my... It's not in brand. Right. It's not in brand or like, I'm afraid that I'll alienate people. It's like, yeah, you, you will alienate people. But for everyone that you alienate, that you might get more people who are like, I really respect that they are putting themselves out there for something that like actually matters. Yeah. That's not just like financially lucrative for them. 
But it's really insane to see what's going on. Everyone, if, if you, I know you see these pictures that are sort of going viral, but look at videos of people. Like I saw the Hemsworth, like brothers driving through. It's literally, it's like when you picture movies of hell, like that's, it. that's what it looks like. Just burning mountains with like that dark, with like the red flickering. It gives me the chills because it's so scary because that's a reality not so far from us right now. I mean, and my, my friend's house burned down. No like, way. I'll show you. I'll, you were away, but I would have. I would. I actually wanted to send you pictures oh my God, the other that's day. So sad. It she, makes me want to cry. So this is this is a crazy story. Her family owns a ranch in Malibu, and they have like. Oh yeah, a, that friend. Yeah. You went to visit her. Yeah. So I've been to this oh. house. So she she has she had a ton of animals, and they her parents literally just sold the house. The escrow closed on Tuesday. <gasps> the fires were Saturday, but this is still her like childhood home. Like she lived like. This is what about the animals? They moved. I, I, I'm actually not sure what happened to the animals. I assume they moved them because I think they sold the animals with the house. Oh, good. So I don't think it was like up to them, but her, she posted pictures. I'll show you after this. The house is gone. Holy you can, shit. It was like a house. It was a, like a, a house that was c- sort of constructed out of like part stone, part wood. So you see all the stone structures standing, but everything else is burned down. That's literally crazy. It's insane. And she, it was a be- It was literally, she lived in like a wooded area, like the mountains. Yeah. And I feel it, but I, I sometimes, I know it, it's, cr- it's crazy to me because you think like, oh, the celebrity's house, they can afford to rebuild a new one. But like all the people who can't. Yeah. And it's like, it's just, it, I, I'm sure they all have to have fire insurance over there. Maybe. I hope. It's like, but it's so fucking, it's just so sad and it's so crazy. And like, there's also something very like primitive about it. I like, know. I yeah. know. It's like biblical. Like, Very. Yeah. It's like a refresh type of like, right. like punishment kind of. Like I don't know what, what it is. It's but like it's an old fashioned like a Noah's Ark type of thing. Yeah. It, I mean, like just the yeah. videos. It makes me like almost want to cry. But the vid- the video, everyone, just so you can ground yourself a little, go watch one of those videos of people driving through to see what it looks like because it's, oh, I'm just, I can't imagine. Yeah. I can't imagine I can't, having that to New York. Right. What? Well, I mean, for us, it would probably be a flood. Yeah, right. It, I mean, it would it would be Hurricane would be Sandy. Like we, well, okay, when Hurricane Sandy happened, we lived around the corner from each other. We yeah. were riding nice as just a place in France. Yeah, and working on betches, and we we I think live at like all of higher downtown elevation. New York was was flooded. Yeah, we lived on a hill, it's called right. Flower Hill. Yes, <laughs> you <laughs> lived higher than me. Right, but either way, the the whole neighborhood was like right. high enough up. Yeah, but but people who live on the South Shore, like my family friend's house like got completely the entire destroyed long beach got completely yeah. wrecked all of jersey shore yeah but also new york downtown new york was completely flooded people had to like live in the upper east side i mean they're still fi- they're just about to start fixing the l which is still damaged the L from train, that. yeah um yeah i had to live my there was crazy gas shortages because yes. and my mom had to keep going to work like to her office hours so we had to stay at a hotel because there was no hotels available because there's no electricity for like weeks and you stayed at yeah. your house like a maniac yeah. my and mom was lighting fires that she <laughs> taught herself how to do from survivor we didn't have a fire police and actually we did but it didn't work and but we had to stay at a hotel because there was enough gas for mom to get to queens every day to work oh yeah so it was just nuts. We stayed at that's like Paris Hotel. Anybody who lives in New I York, I remember every time it on the highway. Every time I they're see doing the Paris construction. Hotel. Okay, <laughs> whenever I pass that hotel, which isn't that often anymore, I always think I was like, "That's where Aileen stayed." That's the same. Sandy. I think that every single time, and it was weird. It was a weird hotel. Like it was covered in marble. Like if anybody wants to know what it's like, they had like a. They're doing construction. I don't know what goes on in that hotel, but like I had a great time. <laughs> <laughs> Very fancy. It has a giant Eiffel Tower on the top. Yeah. But it's it's so sad. So um, we wanted to tell you a few places to donate. 
Um, there's a bunch of organizations, but a few of them are, one is the American Red Cross. You can donate just straight to the Red Cross. Another big one that you've probably seen a lot of celebrity promote, celebrities promoting is Baby to Baby. Oh, yeah. And what I like about that is that you can actually buy items off of their target registry. So if, I mean, I know a lot of people don't like just giving cash, like for yeah. whatever reason. So this is a way that you're like, okay, I'm buying like items specifically that are needed. So the Baby to Baby registry. Um, what is no, baby but like is it babies to babies? i think it's it, no it's not babies giving each other things although like i get what, no, you that's mean. what, that's what I'm i know seeing it as. i know i don't i don't know it's i think it's i think it's just because it's like focused on like kids stuff like oh it's stuff kids to help okay. kids um is really what it is <laughs> <laughs> then there's then there's a cal fund which is like the california wildfire relief fund i think the website's calfund.org um, and that's basically just like more relief specifically mm -hmm. devoted to wildfires. And then um, another one is the Los Angeles Fire Department, mm. which is obviously fighting this yeah. personally. Um, so those so are some organizations. Um, I think actually on the SUP, we have an article up that tells you where you can donate or and what you can do sort to help. guideline, yeah. Yeah. So if you guys are not following the Betches SUP, it is our news and politics section. We have a daily newsletter, which keeps you up to date on all the all the different types of news. We also have a podcast out on Mondays and Thursdays where we talk about the news and the California fires have been a big topic throughout this entire week. So if you're interested in that or in other news related things, that is where to go. Go to yeah. betches.co slash sup sign up. Yeah. And look on the Instagram because um, I think Sammy, you posted like where you can donate. Oh, yeah. But those are on stories. So they're gone. Okay, now. But we'll maybe yeah, put maybe them put on them the back page. Up. Yeah. But either way that. um, So just in case anybody's interested. Oh, I'll add it to the highlights. Yeah. So add you it guys to the can see. Yeah. That's a good idea. Um, But yeah. Okay. So anyway, let's, let's take a quick break and do some emails. Yay. Okay, Sammy, so recently I've switched my shampoo because what? I know it's just weird because I've always just been like, I don't know what to get. I don't know what to do. But I tried this new shampoo, which I've been seeing all over called Living Proof. And I got there because they have all these types of different like for different hair, for different. I got the one that's called Restore because sometimes I feel like my hair is a little dry. I use a little bit too many heating products, whatever. I'm um, not heating tools. Um, and I have to say it's changed everything. 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 My hair just like. Well, your is, hair does look really good. It's shinier. It is shiny. And the ends are, are, are smoother. Alive. Alive. And I don't know. It made such a big difference. And I looked in the company more and I, I realized that they actually deal with like science, like the way that they formulate. It's not just a bunch of gimmicks. It's not a bunch of marketing words that they. Well, you are a woman of science. I am a woman of science. And they actually create the product to do what they're telling you it does. Wow, it's almost like that's not something that normally happens. Exactly. I know. That's what I'm saying. And it's 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 really refreshing to me because it's just it's just what I it's what I want for my hair. And your hair is a living thing and it's important to nourish it. Right. You want to put healthy, proven products in and on your body. Yeah. So and this I, is one of them. They have all sorts of stuff. I think they have like anti-frizz. They have dry shampoo. I really like the dry shampoo. I've used that yes. before. And I'm not even a dry shampoo user. Right. Because I just will. Me neither. Like, I don't and I like, like it. And I like the I like sizes. This. Yeah. It's all really, really awesome. Right. And good sizes. They And then I also, um, I also saw that they won like eight best of beauty breakthrough awards. That's a big deal. It's a big deal. Eight awards. Eight. So. 
Do what I did and make the switch to Living Proof today by visiting livingproof.com slash slapped and use promo code slapped, S-L-A-P-P-E-D, to get a free sample of their award-winning dry shampoo with your purchase. That's livingproof.com slash slapped, promo code slapped, for a free sample of dry shampoo with your purchase. Livingproof.com slash S-L-A-P-P-E-D, promo code slapped. Get Get that dry shampoo. Get it. We're back. We're back. Do you want me to read the first question? Yes. Dear bitches. No, I just have a lot of feelings. Jian. Okay. Hi, bitches. First of all, I love the podcast as well as the new book. It's amazing. Anyways, she said it was amazing, not me. Anyways, I was wondering if you guys had any advice for the following. I graduated college a few years ago and moved home briefly to save money because hashtag broke college life. Anyway, during this time, okay, she writes anyways, and I just want to say anyways is not a word, and it's just any way. Well. (laughs) I learned that because somebody told me, and so just to let everybody know who's writing a letter about job life, it's just any way. Yeah, you probably shouldn't be using the word anyway or anyways in, in an a email, job. maybe. Email. Yeah. I know you want to say anyways, but it's anyway. Anyway, during this time, I became reunited with my hometown friends who then became my main go to's for brunch, brunch dates to night out, night outs and everything in between. We always stay close in college, but we even got closer when I moved back home. Flash forward to now. I've been dating the same guy for a little more than two years and we decided to move in together and live closer to work now that I'm not living post-college life it's been a few months and things have been great between us however it's the girls that i have been inseparable with for the past three years we moved out 35 to 40 minutes away to be closer to our jobs every time i try to make plans for them to come home girls night football party etc or meet halfway i'm told it's too far far or i get blown off they told me we should have just got a place closer that way but i really didn't want to stay in my hometown forever Am I stupid for feeling totally crappy about this? I make an effort to see them whenever I am down. I'm down that way because I enjoyed our friendship. Down that way. Okay. It's like she's talking about direction. Oh. Maybe she's from Australia. Should I read this I don't know. Australian accent? <laughs> oh, I can't even do it. Only one of them has made any appearance since we moved in and that's it. Sometimes I feel like since they never left that they now resent me for coming back and leaving again. Was our friendship nothing more than drinking buddies to begin with or is this just people growing apart as they get older? Any advice on how to handle this would be greatly appreciated. Sincerely, long distance bench. Well, I don't know. That's tough. Friends are bitches sometimes. (laughs) I feel like this is one. I feel like we kind of get a variation of this story where it's like, it's not always the same thing, but it's always an idea that's sort of like, okay, you're close with someone and then circumstances change and then you're no longer close and you are upset about it, which is completely understandable. Right. Um, and I think that this is just one of those things that's sort of like part of adult friendships and like pinning the problem on like, oh, maybe they're they're not good friends or you're not a good friend or, so, or something else is sort of irrelevant. Because ultimately, it's like friendships are hard. In some ways, they're even harder to maintain than like an actual like romantic relationship. Yeah. And you have to both really want to do it. And you have to both kind of have the same expectations of what that looks like. Right. And this is one of those examples where 
So what, what are you saying is that she, they don't want the same things as she does? I'm like saying they don't that care they, as much. I'm saying, yeah, I'm saying that they obviously don't care as much, probably because they're all still together. So they don't have any lacking. Right. You have a lacking because like you don't now have these people who you were close with for a while. Yeah. Um, but like, again, if someone's unwilling to like make any effort with you to make time to see you. Yeah. Then that's, you can't really force someone to do that. It's hurtful. Like that's the thing is that it's sad and it's hurtful and it like really kind of, you know, hurts that like somebody that you really want to see doesn't really want to see you. So it's hurtful. And honestly, it's a little bit selfish because what would it really take for them to like once in a while, like, come like people who i don't keep in touch with every day i do make an effort to like see every few like every so often so that you can just like that's what it takes to maintain a relationship for Mm -hmm. like many years but i think it probably i i feel like if i like knew more details about like who these people are who the friends are how old we are right but it just seems like they're not the kind of people who are necessarily gonna care it might be since your post-college life a lot of people are kind of self-absorbed they're self-absorbed with their work and they just like want to do what's convenient for them and so maybe in the future they'll come and be like well i regret this i wish we stayed close i would focus on yourself and not really try so like ask them be like listen i really want to see you guys if it's like too much for you i totally get it and right and you can and then that's it Right. And you can also like I think that if you work on making like new friends, either like yourself or with your boyfriend. Yeah. Then you will probably fill this void of these people who clearly maybe maybe you just have a different view of what like the the required amount of effort is for a relationship. Like maybe they think that it's no big deal if they don't see you for like a year and that it'll just like be the same, but like you clearly don't have that same idea. So I think it's just like, I would put yourself first in the situation Mm -hmm. and look for people who are a bit more on your page of what a friendship means. I agree. Um, On that note, before we get into the next email, let's take a very, very quick break. And we'll be right back. Today's show is sponsored by Talkspace, the online therapy company that lets you message a licensed therapist from anywhere at any time. All you need is a computer with internet connection or the Talkspace mobile app. That means you can improve your mental health even if you've had trouble making time for it in the past. So I actually love this idea. Um, You know, I'm a big fan of therapy. And I think Talkspace is a really really easy way to have therapy in a very you know when you have a very busy crazy life because all you have to do is send your therapist a message and you can get something off your chest whenever you need to let's say you're at work and you have a problem with someone or something your therapist will will answer you you don't have to wait six days for your next appointment and then you don't you know have to get there and kind of build your schedule around it and it's really really amazing The Talksplace platform has over 2,000 licensed therapists who are experienced in addressing life challenges we all face. To match with a perfect therapist for a fraction of the price of traditional therapy, go to Talkspace.com slash Betch and use the code Betch to get $45 off your first month and show your support for this show. That's Betch and Talkspace.com slash Betch. And $45 is really, you know, a good deal for getting it off your therapy. And we're back. And we are back. Okay, you read this one, Saman. Okay. Hi, Betches. I listen to literally every podcast you all put out, from the sup to everyone's gay, and every single one helps me, helps me to make it through my week. 
it's like i feel like this is a side note for me i feel like we now have a podcast every day of the week sometimes <laughs> two and great. i mean i listen to, to each one so every single day yes thank you for brightening our lives and making the world seem even a little bit funnier as the seasonal affective <laughs> disorder comes on strong i feel you um i've been inspired by the release of when's happy hour to write in and ask some career advice of my own because i love the advice you've given all of the people who've written in before me and i trust your opinions i'm 23 and just finished getting a master's in biotechnology management and I'm currently working in a medical device company. Despite trying out lots of different areas as a student, I still haven't been able to find the career that really makes me happy and fulfilled. I want to help people, but dealing with corporate politics and big business barriers are really getting to me. And I don't feel like I'm able to make the impact on the world that I feel I'm capable of. I know I could cl I know I could climb up the corporate ladder, but that'll take decades and I want to start making a difference now. I've been interviewing for several positions in a variety of companies, but I feel like I keep getting tripped up on exactly why I want to work for each one. My honest answer would be because I need a fucking job and this would look great on my resume, help to pay my rent, but I don't actually feel passionate about most of them. I know this is a good question, a tough question and hard to answer without a full life story, but how do you know what you really want to do? I know that I'm good at communicating, telling a story, have a background in healthcare and science and a passion for making people's lives better, but I don't know how to put it all together. I've been thinking that joining a startup might be the route for me because it would give me some ability to really have a say in what happens, but I'm conflicted because I know joining a well-established company would be the safer, albeit less fun route. What do you think? I'd love to hear any feedback you might have. Thank you so much. And keep being your wonderful selves. Conflicted career batch. Oh, I feel bad when this happens. It's like, you can't find something that fits you. But here's the thing. Like when you're first, you're 23, nothing is going to fit. Like nothing is, it's right. very, very rare that you're just going to find something that like really fulfills your passion and you're doing everything that you want to be doing. I mean, it's amazing that you know kind of like what you're self-aware enough, what you know, what your skills are right now. Like to be able to list that out, I think that's like right. step one. That's incredible. I still don't know what my skills exactly. are. Exactly. <laughs> like clap yourself. Is that called clap yourself on the back? Tap, tap. No, pat. Pat, pat yourself on the back uh, Um, for tap that. Tap yourself on the back. <laughs> Who is it? <laughs> oh god but i think that's step one the fact that you know that i mean maybe look for something i think finding a I, doing a startup is not a bad idea i think she's completely onto something and actually knows exactly where she right. wants to go here's the thing with with why she's not connecting to these these companies it sounds like this girl has a bit of an idealistic streak mm -hmm. which i actually relate to a lot and there are certain people who, for whatever reason, feel like you can't just have a job to have a job and make money. And because yeah. like you don't personally connect with it. Some people do. Like some people are just like, I'm here to make money. That's the shit. goal. Yeah. It's not about anything else. Like I'm here for money. Some people have a harder time like fully like giving themselves to something where they don't feel like there's necessarily like a purpose beyond the money and the job mm -hmm. and i i completely relate to this actually so i think that you do need to go to a company these huge companies like big big giant big pharma whatever yeah, it is yeah. they're not in the business of like making the world a better place it's not yeah for so, purpose right you need to join financial right in fact, they will make the world a worse place yeah. in some instances. A lot of them. So that they can make more money. So I think that with when you have a startup, a lot of the times those startups startups are founded specifically with the mission, with like a social mission. Mm -hmm. You should be looking for a job 
at a company that has a social mission. And I have a feeling that after you, when you're interviewing for one of those, you're not going to have a hard time asking, answering the question of why you want to work there. Yeah. And just because it's, Say a well-established company would be safer that it's not necessarily always true i feel like people that startups have that stigma um but if you're working there they're gonna pay you so like it's i mean you're not taking a pay unpaid internship you're gonna work there you're gonna get paid and let's say it's not safe because what it's not a nine to five or why because they might sell but it doesn't really matter because you're they there for fail they might fail but still you were there it's not your fault that it's gonna fail and the next job you take you can be like well this didn't do so well but i did this in the company so like your next job it's you're not gonna really like lose anything from this this description of a startup being unsafe i think that i agree with sammy like when I read this, when she said, like, make people's lives better, but good at communicating and telling a story and having an actual bath background, meaning like you have like a direction. I think that like a startup is your way to go. She should work in the marketing for like, it, maybe it doesn't even need to be like healthcare and science, but like a Tom's type company. Yeah, maybe something like that. I, I totally agree. And maybe open your mind when it comes to the types of startups you're looking for. But I think that, um, you can maybe make a list of maybe make a more specific list now that you have like narrowed it down a little bit about what you're really good at and then applying that to a, a less narrow field. So not just only science and healthcare, but like, yeah, to, to a different other industries. I also think you so you just like challenge her thinking on the fact that like a startup's not safe. But I actually think it's important to challenge her challenge her thinking on the fact that like a, a well established company is safe because those right. kind of companies have layoffs all the time. They don't give a fuck about you. You're one yep. of several thousand, and they. That's they, so true. You, you don't know what could happen with like regulations. How like the government could break one of those companies up, and or they they have they're way less adaptable than a startup. A startup is much more adaptable company. So like for example, here if some like at our company, which is not that big, if we're more fluid with people's roles and we're more willing to kind of like mold the roles to the people yeah. rather than the, the other people way to the roles like where we have just like this set head count for like how many people can be in each department and then if you like don't cut right. it it's like we're not, not a this factory cut. yeah right these big companies kind of look at 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 their employees not in every case but in a lot of cases as more disp dispo like dispensable yeah, I totally agree. So we hope that that helps you a little bit. Anybody else who's kind of conflicted in the same way. Um, but at least you're asking the right questions early on, to be honest, because yeah. you could have been like at, in this like corporate, you know, as a corporate robot for a while and then just figuring out what you want to do. So. Right. And it's good to have some corporate experience to go to going to a startup, I would say. Yeah. You don't have to only work for a startup to then go to a startup. Play some games. Uh-huh. Let's do it. We want to play some games. They're kind of random, but that's why it's fun. Okay. Would you rather, Sammy, religiously wake up every single morning at 5 a.m. or not be able to go to sleep any time before midnight? Um, the second one, midnight. I can I can find something to do till midnight every night, but I don't want to wake up at five a.m. every day. Um, I literally fell asleep at nine p.m. last night, so I I'm a more of a morning person. I don't mind waking up at five. The five thing would be better for me, but I 
I can't wake up. I like in the it dark. more. I like I when nobody else an alarm. is around. I agree with that, but I can't wake up with an alarm, and that would probably be like impossible to do without an alarm. I hate an alarm. Just make like, okay, what I use is like this harp one. It like eases your way up. It's not like, <laughs> I know the one you're talking about. It's like, do, 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 there's do, something do, be, do, like, do. because, because like you can, the alarm doesn't like go with your sleep pattern. Yeah. I feel like I often will be like woken up in the what wrong sleep cycle. I don't. Yeah. No, me too. I wake up at the same I time. I don't oversleep, but I, I like hate being woken up by an alarm. Same. I hate it being really woken up by rusty alarm. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh my god. It's Miz. Right then, it's not even your alarm. I know. It's like now I have to go back to sleep, and now but I'm awake. But it's a little different. Like I feel like my mind can ignore someone else's alarm, like a little bit easier than if it, my own alarm. It. <laughs> right. But, but easier than like my own alarm, which yeah. is like, oh, there's nothing worse. Yeah, it's my turn. It's like you literally wake up to like some sort of like adrenaline rush of horror not if it's a harp (laughs) i'm telling you like it's it really depends on like the 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 ease in which you get up because if you just start hearing it your brain will wake up slowly as opposed to just this like headache of like a migraine where it's just like blaring noises you know what i mean like there's nothing worse than waking up to one of those like those noises that they do like amber or flood alerts yeah you know what i mean no, like I obviously feel bad for the the kid, but like, <laughs> like the noise is just no. awful. <laughs> <laughs> it's usually a flood alert. It's usually right. a flood. When I first started, when I first started dating Avi, he had the world's worst alarm sound. It sounded like an arcade. Like, oh my god! It was literally what like, sound like a Do pinball it. machine, like <laughs> like a million different like noises together. Yeah, and I was just like, "You're gonna need to fucking change that." Oh my god! And yeah. he did, but like to what? I don't even know what it is now. It makes a difference. I ignore it now. It changes your mood if you wake up like in a, to a loud noise. Yeah, it literally That's sounded like like a drummer and life. A, a drummer <laughs> so, and so like okay. a cymbals person so like, like a marching band it was like a marching band <laughs> no but it was really more like an arcade like a pinball machine okay wait your turn yeah. okay would you rather have no wi-fi for three months straight or have to call the person every time you wanted to text them no wi-fi oh my god i would definitely call yeah right I'd no wi-fi call. what am i gonna do right yeah, no, I totally agree. That's a ridiculous agree. proposal. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. What? I'm not gonna check Insta story for three months. It's insane. <laughs> um, or tweet. <laughs> <laughs> right, tweeting. Twitter. Um, everyone get on Twitter. Yeah, everyone. <laughs> just everyone is already on Twitter. Just get on Twitter. Just get. Um, or if you're not on Twitter, just give it a try. I would rather call everyone. Everyone is already on Twitter, is what I'm saying. No, they're not. <laughs> I feel like most people. No, are. many people are not on Twitter. Because it's so annoying. Because um, they because it, they didn't know how to use it, like the way it's used now. Well, now it's this like sort of community mob. Well, here's the thing. I, this is why I'd rather call people because I think I, in the end of the day, that's a better. It's better than not. Right. Right. Like I agree. it's so. It's better for your relationship to call. Like I don't text my grandma. Like we call each other. Right. And we chat. And my friend who moved away, she like moved to. Um, Texas like we don't really text that much but we call once a month right calling is nice it's nice so I think in the end you're just like a better person yeah calling you actually like relate to the person yeah yeah, totally all right if you guys have any questions emails comments whatever it is you want to chat about email slapped at betches.com if you want to get a copy of when's happy hour you know where to get it you know where to get it and we highly recommend you getting it because everyone who's read it so far really likes it 
including ourselves. (laughs) Especially Um, ourselves. Especially (laughs) ourselves. And again, please tell all of your friends about this podcast. Betch Slapped. Rate, review, and subscribe. It really, really helps us um, because we, you know, we take out an hour of our every week to do it. And the only thing I do is record podcasts. It's really fun. Um, Anyway, all right. Bye. Bye. Betches.